what is good? Blue 2.2 FM Walk Talking Podcast. Look, it has been crazy. My mental has been crazy. I don't know if anybody else has been going through a lot of issues because of just feeling out of whack and out of sorts during COVID-19. I've been feeling out of whack and out of sorts since before COVID-19. If you've listened to my podcast, you know that I have been just going through crazy things. And sometimes I've just felt like so out of balance and my body feels out of whack. And I feel like I'm ready for a new part of my journey. So lately I've been just just really uh, decompressing, if you will. I've been really just taking a break and a breather from a lot of things like social media, like just talking to people on a daily basis. Most of the time I'm just texting. Like I might get in a few phone calls if I'm really feeling in a funk and I know I need somebody to talk to. Or if someone in my family really needs to talk to me, like really, I like might talk, but I've been in this really crazy mood and a part of it is because I'm ready to start a bunch of different things in my journey, but I know that there's a few things that I need to go through to get healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And it has been really hard, like really, really hard to like just separate doing my own personal journey with everything else that has to happen every day. And it has caused me to have like some type of just real traumatic breakdown moments. I went through my lowest and, and I just feel like there was an affirmation in the air of just me having to just get myself together. Um, when I was watching, um, a lot of things, listening to a lot of music and, you know, watching a lot of, uh, YouTube and TV shows. And I realized it's time for me to change myself and really just get it together And a lot of people during this um, pandemic have really been feeling the need to change and get it going, including celebrities. And one celebrity um, that I want to talk about today that I really feel like is just such a phenomenal artist, such a phenomenal person, um, and just just a beautiful soul that has been through so much and, and worked so hard to just create and be themselves and work on themselves every day that I admire is Lizzo. Um, well, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to her and talk, not talk to her, but talk about her and talk about her in this, uh, in this, uh, episode is because of the fact that she was talking about her own journey, her own issues that she's going through. And she's getting a lot of backlash on social media from people. And I wanted to talk about just what, why I feel like the backlash is happening and how that relates to myself and how that relates to other people like Lizzo, um, or like myself. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about today in the podcast. After the bristle. You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the 
victorious Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is good point two point two FM Walls Talking Podcast community? What is really good, fam? It is Latoya Justice Shari, and I am super excited more than camels to be delivering this message to you while I am building my arc. Today we are talking about just overall getting it together. Um mental health and physical health and emotional health and spiritual health. And just success in general in your life where you're happy um, are all intertwined. And I've been thinking a lot about that. Lately, I've been very flaky with like a lot of things. Like I'll go and I'll come back and go and come back. And I think one of the biggest reasons why is because of my mental health. My mental health has been crazy lately. And I felt like really crazy. Last year, um, last year, I went on a weight loss journey trying to like get it together because remember I had these dizzy spells and I felt sick and I felt nauseous. And so I lost 31 pounds, um, which is a big amount, but you know, I'm, you know, huge. So it was kind of like, uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, you lost, yeah, you lost 31 pounds. Hooray. But for real, girl, come on, let's be real, be real. You got to lose, you know what I'm saying? You got, you got all of that to lose, you know what I'm saying? And I knew that, but I also was just trying to juggle too many things at one time. And my mental health was not there. I had a bunch of triggers. The triggers are what even started me, even on the weight loss journey in the first place. It, it, the triggers, I believe, are what started me to have the issues uh, like the panic attacks, the anxiety, the dizziness, like I was hella dizzy and it was just a bunch of problems. And I was having problems even when I went back to work at the beginning of this year. And it was just a bunch of stuff. It was triggers from, you know, work. It was triggers from home. It was just triggers all around. It was like, boom, it was just everywhere. And so I felt like, God, like really what's happening. And So one of the things that I found is when I'm getting myself into this peaceful zone and I'm just meditating and I'm just really like working on myself and I'm really just letting go of all the toxins and letting go of everything else is working on myself. I find myself to be more peaceful and centered and, and just really able to move forward. And lately I've had so many triggers so many things. It was God saying, look, I told you last year, get it together. This year you're getting it together. So I decided, let me get it together because it has been bad. My mental health has been bad, like so bad to the point where I felt like, I felt like I was going to die. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I felt like I was dying on the inside in my there was so many pains and hurts and angers and issues and just drama. Like, and I'm not just talking about like physical death. Like I'm not talking about that, but I mean, with my weight, I've been worried about that. Like I've been struggling with this for years. 
but it was also my mental health. Like, I felt like I was just not going to be the same person. I felt like they was going to have to, like, at some point put me, like, on a stressor, stretcher somewhere because of just the bull's stretcher. I, I felt like they were going to have to put me in some type of psychiatric care. Lately, it's been a lot of issues. And so what I've been doing is looking for ways to cope and just really figuring out who I am because it's been hard. It's been a bunch of breakdowns. I, f- I, f- I find like a lot of the episodes that I've done have been just crazy. And I, f- I didn't do it purposefully. I'm just really trying to figure it out and work out who I am. And I felt like, yo, you're doing too much. You need to like just focus and create a schedule and then just put everything in order when it's supposed to be. Because that's the only way that's going to work for you. Some people can multitask things without a schedule and it just be dope but me I'm not one of those people I have to have a schedule and I have to stick to the schedule and I hate when things get derailed like I hate when the internet messes up and my kids are trying to do school work I freaking lose my mind I hate when I can't log into the classroom because that happens often because I just go insane I hate when the teachers hit me up about the delayed work but like yeah, I'm saying I can't get into the class or my son's having issues with his test or something's going on and it's just mental stress. So last week I started saying, look, actually before last week, like when before this month started, I started working on what I really need to think about doing to make myself better. When this month started, I kid you not, I knew it was going to be rough because it was the anniversary of my biological mother's death. And it was just hard. It was like, it brought up so many triggers. Like the the fact that I'm not talking to my brother right now because of issues. The fact that, you know, just so many things going on, like adoption, biological family, the triggers of fear, anxiety, my obesity, like not being able to do this and that, like trying to work on my kids' schoolwork and help them do what they need to do, you know, making sure their assignments are on point but then somehow it's always like like a delay and I have to play catch up with work with my kids not even just catch up with the schoolwork but catch up with learning because my daughter is going through some learning issues so I have to work with her on that and it's delaying because it's not going according to their plans and I understand that they have a, a curriculum to stick by so it's just like a whole thing so I'm trying to figure this out plus figure out do I need to go do this with my daughter or that with my daughter like and then it's like you know just working on me so that it was just so much to the point where I just felt like it was just so much like I haven't even mentioned like 10% of what was been going through my brain to the point where I was like yo I'm having a nervous freaking breakdown I have reached rock bottom I have reached my downfall like I can't do this no more and then food was becoming a problem like every time I ate something it would just be like Ugh. Like my head would hurt. I'd feel sick. I'd have migraines. I'd freaking like lose my freaking mind. And so I was like, uh, you know, I need to go back and do some type of juicing cleanse fast to trigger me on to working onto a vegan lifestyle. Like I have to do this because God keeps telling me, girl, you need to cleanse and juice and then go vegan. Like you need to just really like get it together. Like a puzzle, like do it now, do it now. And every time I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now, God, but I'm going to do it now, later now. 
And God's like, wait a minute, there's no such thing as a now later, like, except for candy. Like, you, you don't need to eat a now later. You need to do it now. That's what I'm telling you. Not later. Not eat an hour later, but do it now. I'm like, ha, I got you, but I'm going to do it later. And then, and then he just, like, does something to make me realize, like, yo, I have no control. So it was just like, last week, I just put it in my soul. Even though I thought, hey, I'm going to wait until the 19th. I'm going to wait until the 19th. I'm going to do it on the 19th. And I don't know. I just kept getting sick. And God was like. Just try it. Just try it. And so last uh, Fritter Day, was it Fritter Day that I did it? I have it written down on my schedule. Oh, I need to mark off my days too. Um, last Fritter Day, I just decided, <clears throat> and that's something my son came up with, Fritter Day. I think I'm, I don't know, maybe he did. or I feel like one of us did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I do care because I want the credit if I did it. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so last Fritter Day, I think it was the first day I started my fast. But I broke it and made it an intermittent fast by just having one meal. And immediately during the meal, like within the first five minutes of eating, I felt like, oh, my God, I have a headache. Like this is the food wasn't even worth eating. Like it was just not worth eating. But then on top of that, it was just like, it just feels like I feel sick. I feel nauseous. I've had it. And for forever long, I've been having headaches. Like when I eat, when something happens, it's just, it just, it hasn't been working. So I was like, my body is just telling me it's shutting down. I need to cleanse. I need to get it together. I need to do it. And so for me, that next day, I still was kind of like, I hadn't ate yet, but I was still kind of determined to like wait till the 19th or wait till the 15th or wait till the 14th. And then I just, I don't know. I just did it. I just went through the whole day without doing anything, but just drinking. Just all I did was drink. And then it hit me late that night. It hit me and I was crying the whole night. Cause that was the actual day of my mother's anniversary death. Cause the day before, no, it was that Thursday I did it. And then the day of her death is the day. No, the day of the death is when I had the one meal. The day after that is when I just was like going through it. And I stayed up that whole night, the day of her death, and just cried my ass off. Like I just cried so freaking hard. I just cried. Like this is the first time I ever really cried over her. Like I cried a little bit, but it was like constant. I was crying over everything. Like everything I it just it feel like it felt like everything was coming out. It was like I was like, and I'm still going through it, but it's been better now. And I think the reason why it's been better is because one day I was watching first. Okay. Let's, before we even get into that, let's before we even get into that, it's because I've been crying and I've been purging myself and I've been thinking and I've been like working little by little, even with this, all this chaos, I still was working on making a better me, but I knew that I couldn't move forward with all these projects until I really was able to like assess what is wrong with me. And so I realized, yo girl, you need to like really just cry it out, you know, cry it out, boo, cry it out. And so I was like, mm, cause I'm one of the people who I'm very sensitive, but I'm also very 
like selfish when it comes to my feelings. Like, I don't want to tell you what I feel because I feel like I don't want to come off as, like, the whole conversation. Like, I don't want to, like, let you get to know me and then be weak and vulnerable like that. Like, being vulnerable is such a big deal because I've had so many times where I've been vulnerable and it was just, you know, crazy. And then I realized something you know, through this process, I was like, why, like, why not be vulnerable? I have three people in my corner who really need me, four people total, including myself. When I include myself in it, four people who really need me every day, who see me on a daily basis. And I need to be there for my son and my daughter and my spouse and myself. I need to be able to make these relationships work with my family who don't live in the same house as me and be able to talk to them and mend fences and do that stuff. But I can't do that until I work on me. So there was a lot of crying and a lot of like really just letting out my feelings and staying up late and just going through it. Like a lot of depression has been going on the last forever long. I've been dealing with so many anxiety days, just so much stuff. And I finally got a chance to really just tell my spouse what I've been really going through. Like I've been telling him and talking to him and really opening up like, because I tell him a lot, but I don't think I tell him the right things. And so lately I've just been telling him everything that's been going on with me. Like just everything that I've been feeling, you know, stuff from childhood, just, just going through it. Stuff that we've talked about before, but really getting into it. And it's been, I've been feeling better. But there's something that I started doing recently that has really been two things, actually, three things, actually, that have really made me feel better. So I'm going to take a bristle real quick right here at this point, and we will talk about those three things that I've been, you know, doing to help me make me feel better. And maybe they'll help you as well. What is good? We are back from the bristle. And as always, if you didn't know, it is Latoya Justice Shari. Now... We're going to talk about the three things that I've been working on helping me to feel better. Well, there are more than three things, but I'm going to talk about these first three things and then we'll get into some other stuff. So first, I I have been really crying a lot. Like we talked about that, but I've been crying a lot and really just just letting it out. Like I'll stay up later and I'll cry or I'll just go through it. Okay, that's really not number one, but that's one of the things that I've been doing. Okay, so my number one thing that I've been doing is really just assessing my feelings. Like, why do I feel like this? Like, and what's making me feel like this? And then really working on, like, when the triggers come, not giving into temptation. Like, talking myself through it and saying, yo, like, you really need to cleanse. You really need to, like, learn how to be better at doing things. The second thing I've really been doing... Um, which has really been working on me is working on figuring out how the problems have affected me and then taking those issues out of the equation so I can better assess the situation and, and make a plan of what I'm going to do next. And what I mean by that is like, I know that I sp- I spend a lot of time overanalyzing things, like things I could just go ahead and do. I just overthink those things or I I put too much on my plate. And then instead of just putting it in the calendar making a plan and saying, hey, let's do this by this deadline. And if I have to move that back, cool, cool, cool. 
I try to do it all at once in the same day. I get overwhelmed and I don't get anything done um, that I want to get done or I don't get as much done as I need to. That could be reasonable. I need to make reasonable adjustments to my life instead of trying to make everything get done because there are too many things that I'm working on. I, you know, I realize, I realize that with that problem, it's going to alter the successfulness of what I want to do. It's going to make me unsuccessful. And that's what's been happening. And so I really need to just like balance out my time and figure out a schedule to fit everything in so I can do it really successfully. Because that has really been causing me a nervous breakdown of when should I do this? How should I do this? And it's not happening today. And there are things that I am successful with, but they still get put on the back burner because of the fact that I am just so overwhelmed emotionally. So sometimes I'm so like right now, there are some things that are just going to have to be put on the back burner because I do have a big thing going on with my son and my daughter's education. Like that's huge. And then there is the fact that I do love doing the podcast and I want to do that on a daily and talk to you guys. But I have to make sure my mental state is up and away and available for you. But I have to work on that. So that's number two. Number three, the third thing I've been working on. So, um, during this cleanse, I really want to make sure that I know how many days I'm doing this cleanse and I'm working on myself and drinking these juices and really figuring out because my body has been feeling crazy. It's like, I've noticed before that, um, that when I've had like smoothie, um, smoothie cleanses or juice cleanses, I was able to function better because my body was getting the nutrients I need. Cause I work better. I have to be honest. I work better on a vegan diet. I do. My body works better when I'm eating raw vegetables or just vegan, like being able to be a vegan. Like that's my thing. My body works better with that. I just, I just do. I work better like that. Like that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? And I want to come. Up, I want to find and come up with new vegan recipes. But first, I gotta handle this part of the battle. Like that's just way down. I'm not trying to overwhelm myself because I've already been overwhelmed. And all that does is lead to a mental breakdown, and I don't want to go through that again. This is like the rock bottom for me right now. So that is like the number thrizzle. Now this number four thing I'm adding once there. It's something that I've been doing because I've, I've, you know, it's really been helping me is to write it out. And where I got this from was I was, I'm subscribed to Drika, Drika Gates, um, which is Kevin Gates' wife. I'm pretty sure you know that Drika Gates is Kevin Gates' wife. And I love Drika Gates. I love their whole family and their family dynamic. I love them so much. Um, so anyway, I'm subscribed to her channel. And on her latest episode, it just popped up. Like, it really just popped up like out the blue like just popped up this happened when I was like going through and I was trying to figure out how to work out some things and it was a blessing like I'm not even gonna lie I'm really lie it was a blessing like it came out of the blue like how she like writes out her problems she writes all of her pro- she sets the timer for 12 minutes and then she writes all her problems out and then she burns them now sometimes you might have problems and things you need to write out that take more than 12 minutes. They may take, you might have to set three 12 minute timers. You may have to set five 12 minute timers, but do it until you feel better. That's when I do. That's what I do. I do it until I feel better. So sometimes I may set three or four 12 minute timers. And I've been doing that recently and I'm not going to lie. It's made me feel better. It's helped me cope with a lot of anxiety. 
Um, I'm trying to work on a specific time to do it. I think it's better to do it during the end of your day or during midday or even do it twice a day if that helps you because that way you can go through the day. Now, if you wake up in the morning, you feel stressed, do it because it's going to help you feel better. I'm not going to lie. It has helped me so much. I feel like better. Sometimes I find myself writing so much and so hard that my hand hurts. And then I say so many things during the process of writing. I find myself laughing because I write to the point where I get happy and I'm like, I'm like, I'm really going over word, like using the B word. Like I'm just, I'm like this B and I can't, and you H and I just go in on them papers. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I say that like anytime something fresh, but it could be something little, something can happen with your spouse, something can happen at work, some deep seated issues with your childhood, something could happen with your kids and you just want to vent it out. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can't, it's like everybody does not want to hear your, your life story in like, you know, a 12 hour conversation, like about your day. Like nobody, you know, nobody really has time for that because they have the issues of their own. They want to hear like, give me the rundown, like give me the tea, just give me a little bit of it, but don't give me the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it just helps me a lot and it cleanses me. I have to do one today. I'm hoping to do one at two 222. And the reason why I'm wanting to do it that time is because at 1 p.m. today, the world premiere of Kevin Gates power video is coming out and I have to see this video. I'm not going to lie. I know this has nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? And I really I, I think I'm going to do my next. I was going to do the power um, um, reaction to the the one that's already out but the official tissue video is coming out at one and i gotta see it at one i have to let me tell you something this video has like had me going through some feelings first of all it's very sexual i'm not even gonna lie to you it's very it's just very it's very sexual but not only just that it it makes me feel strong when i i feel like a warrior after i listen to that song i feel like i'm ready to take over the world like i feel like i'm ready to go with him. I ain't gonna lie. If you, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm saying this, and I'm being real with you, because that's how I feel afterwards. Like I'm like, yes, I'm about to just ah, <laughs> I'm about to go in. You know what I'm saying? About to get the power, power for our. <laughs> yeah, that's how I be feeling. That's how I be feeling. But I don't know. It's really helped me. Like because it's not even just because of the fact that the song. Just makes me feel all type of ways. I think about my man. I'm like, yeah. But it's not just that. It really is like. (sighs) It makes me realize that I have power over my life. And during this journey, that has been a big deal. My whole life, I felt like I haven't had power. I felt like everything was taken away from me. And I felt like I had to go what everybody else had to say. And I had to make their opinions matter more than me. And that's what causes a lot of anxiety. So the fact that I realized that you're a woman, you have power, you're a strong black woman who's been through a lot of things. And I have to remember like, yo, you made it through this and that and a third. You have power, you're strong and your family needs you. The power that you have is something magical that your family needs. I have to tell myself that and listening to the song makes me realize like, I know this and I have this in me and I don't have to go and just figure it out by myself. And it's, it's really helped me. It's not only just helped me <clears throat> because it was a, like a confirmation. Like I remember talking to Henry 
And we were having real deep conversations lately. Like, we always have these real deep conversations. But lately, because I'm going through these things, I had to really, like, be like, okay, let me get it together like a puzzle and say what I really need to say to my spouse. And so I was telling him, (coughs) my bad, I was like, yo, you really don't know. Like, I think you don't really understand how wonderful you are, how smart you are, how intelligent you are. Like, you are very, 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 very smart. Like, you don't understand how much, like, you are a rock and I need you. And he was like, yo, I really don't think you understand that as well for yourself. And I was like, I tried to downplay it, but that shit rocked my world. Like, like that made me feel really good because, like, we've been through a lot. But he's been my best friend and my rock. Like, my kids and my spouse have been there for me throughout my whole, like, journey. Like, I think it was a blessing that I had my son when I had him because I needed him to be the the driving force, the motivator. Like, I've made so many mistakes in my life. Even now, I'm working on myself every day. But I feel blessed to have my son. Like, I talked to him about what I'm going through. I told him. And he was like, you know, Mom, you know, we'll be here for you. All all three of us will be here for you um, when you when you get through this journey to you come out on the other side and we'll still be there. And I was like, damn, like, I'm blessed to have my kids and my spouse be there. Like, and I got the chance to have a real great conversation with my mom and tell her how I really felt. And it just felt good to have closure and support and able the ability to move forward and know that this is the right path and the right journey for me my cleanse may not be the right journey for everyone but I know it'll work for me because I'm the type of person who really needs it now I'm not going to go post on social media about this thing because my thing is I'm not even going to talk about it like that often but I, I, I felt like the need to talk about it because of the Lizzo situation but I also felt like sometimes as women we do so much we forget about ourselves. And I feel like mental health is such a big part of, you know, becoming healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. And if you don't take care of that, it's a problem. And sometimes the food that we eat, sometimes the things that we do, the people that we surround ourselves with, um, what we allow to come into our lives can ultimately alter our mental health and make it so hard for us to be successful and happy at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And so that was a real big part. Like, I think even though I did, I'm not going to lie to you, I had a nervous breakdown when I saw my sisters in person. It took like two or three days for it to like really come and sink in. But I feel like the real reason why wasn't just because, you know, I felt like I was chasing the ghost of my father, which he's alive. I mean, I've never, I'm never going to be able to see him probably, but just like my mother and all the other stuff. It, I feel like ultimately what it really was is my sisters mean a lot to me. And there are a lot of issues that I want to talk to them about, um, things between me and them, things that have happened in my child but I know that some things might not work out the way I want them to so I have to work on me because that meeting them face to face was kind of like meeting my father for the first time it was kind of like meeting my mother for the first time it felt like even though I'll never get to see them two more than like I, I don't know if I'll see my father in person I hope so but I'll know I'll never see my mother in person so but it felt like a big chunk of me coming to me and saying Latoya your mother gave you up for a reason you got to do better. You got to be better. 
And I think that's ultimately my fear. And it just brought over me like, yo, it's time for you to do this. And no matter how much I try to hide from it, like, I knew that it was like, yo, it's time. And that's one of the reasons why I, like, kind of, like, slid back and regressed. Because all the plans I had were canceled because I was trying to do too much. My mental health was just bad. And so the things that I wanted to do, like, just really became just a real problem. It became like, yo, you got to work on you first before you can let somebody else come in and really be a part of you. Because then ultimately they're not getting to know me. They're getting to know this person who's scared, who keeps running away because of the fear of success, failure, and judgment. Like, those have been a big thing. Like, my goal is to be successful. And I know that in the end, with hard work, I will be successful and victorious. But it takes a lot of, like, work to work on yourself when you're building an arc. You have to start complete from scratch. You have to really just figure out how it is it's ultimately like like this cleanse is going to be ultimately like being this is going to be rebirth these next nine months are going to be the hardest it's going to be like I'm pregnant with a whole new version of myself and when it's over I will be birthing a new person this is why it's so important and I think for us as people not just women but as people, especially during COVID-19, where, like, people are, like, staying in and you got to have social distance. And it's, like, back up six feet, 10 feet, 12 feet. Don't you cough on me or we're going to have problems. You know, when it's, like, when it's like this, it's, like, yo, you got to just really understand how important it is to just work on yourself. And from now on, thus forth, always be working to change. Even if it takes you a trillion times. On that one trillion first time, you get it right, you'll be so happy because it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about the ability to say you got through it. So other people can say, you know what? It's all about perseverance. I can do this. I've seen them do it. That motivates me to do it. I got this. And that will motivate you more. That will be an incentive for you to do more to better yourself. But not just yourself, but to better other people. And to tell them your story. So that way they will never give up. Because there are a lot of people who are meant to be, I say, saviors and and, and helpful. And, and, and to be just, just leaders with certain um topics that we need to talk about in this world like obesity and mental health and health in general and working on yourself to be successful and be happy in general are big topics that we don't talk about as much in society as I think we should and so this is really big so I'm gonna take a short bristle I'm gonna come back because I want to talk about Lizzo and because this is the same topic and because it kind of like was like a confirmation about what I'm doing in my own life and this this popped up and it was like yo let's talk about it so I'm gonna take a bristle we'll come back and talk about Lizzo how you fizzle <laughs> all right what is good what well, Latoya well I'm Latoya <laughs> I'm Latoya just sorry and we are back. And so I decided I wanted to talk about this whole Lizzo thing that's going on on social media where Lizzo is on a cleanse. Okay, so I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this because I feel like this is very, very important. As a woman of a certain weight. 
and as a as a woman of a certain weight and as a black woman there are there are two things that come with when you're this weight there is the the stereotype of plus size women being like a motherly figure and then there is the stereotype well actually there's several things the stereotype of a black woman being a motherly figure or a black person being a motherly figure or a fatherly figure or a wise old black person or young black person whatever and then there is the health issues that come with being obese or eating these bad foods um for black women black women are supposed to be with the the like 80% of black women are un, like they are obese or overweight and not by a few pounds either and it's a bad thing you know the diet plays a role the 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 mental health issues that make you eat those foods, the tradition of certain foods, the over-celebration of certain foods that we eat plays a role. And I think that that's a big issue. And when it comes to people not understanding that, that makes a lot of sense if you're not a black person. But when you are a black person who goes through all those issues that you have to like deal with on a on a on a daily basis just being a black person like like just that and then being a plus size person and a plus size woman it becomes so um over the market for your <laughs> sorry Um, the market, I'm trying to figure out how, cause the, the market for who you are becomes just so saturated for a certain type of black person. And so I feel like it's just, I don't know. It just becomes like this big thing where you're like, Oh, she's the beautiful plus size savior. You know what I'm saying? And I hate that. And I think with Lizzo, that's what it's been, but she's been talking about in a lot of her social media platforms that she has been feeling out of sorts and she's been feeling like she's not on point and she needed to cleanse and get herself together well she's received a bunch of backlash because of the fact that she um is deciding to do this cleanse and it's like come on y'all seriously and I say that because I get it. She's a plus size woman. She's a beautiful plus size woman. She's talented. People love her. But you got to understand that, you know, being a plus size woman isn't the goal for a lot of people. And if it is the goal, you know what I'm saying? They're doing it not to be an activist. Nine times out of ten. Some people might be a plus size activist. You know what I'm saying? But some people just, that's who they are. That's who they've been. And it sucks when you're a plus size activist and you're not trying to be that. Or any type of, you know, you're you're supposed to be the, the face of whatever type of um, platform when you're not trying to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that 
if Lizzo stays plus size, that's on her. If she decides to lose weight, that's on her. Who are who are we to sit there and go and say, oh, you need to, you know, stay the same weight because you're bringing people. People do that. I hate when people do that. Like sometimes decisions are just because they have to be the right for that person. Everything is not right for you. Everything is not meant to be. You know what I'm saying? And you got to realize that it sucks when you're a plus size black woman. It really freaking does because you're susceptible to more issues. You know what I'm saying? It sucks when you're a plus size person in general. And you know what I'm saying? Even if you're skinny, there are going to be days where you feel off if you're eating the wrong foods. <gasps> oh, the premiere. Oh, it's about to come on. It's about to come on, y'all. Ooh. Oh, it's one o'clock. I'm about to wrap this show up. I'm sorry, but I got to see this permissal. But yeah, I'm about to wrap this up. Just give me a few minutes. Um, yes, I'm super excited about this because <laughs> this is about to be lit. Oh, ooh, I'm about to, ooh, yeah, we, we're going to do a podcast about this. This is going to happen. Um, but yeah, I've been, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I know as a plus size woman, I feel some type of way sometimes and but I, I realize that sometimes you feel off. Whether you're plus size or skinny, whether you're a man or a woman, you feel off. And I feel like as a woman, as a woman, sometimes you're more in tune with yourself. And I don't like feeling off. And when you feel off, you need to do whatever you need to do to feel back on again. You know, it's just it, sometimes you need to cleanse. Sometimes you need to spend 10 days without talking to people. And if people get mad with you because of the fact that you need to cleanse for 10 days or 30 days or 100 days. Oh, well, because you have to do you. If your mental health is important to you and you want to be happy, then you need to do what makes you happy. It's not about shutting people out. Sometimes you need to like just debug and decompress. You know, we live in a world where we think it's automatic. Like you have to be on the phone. You have to listen to somebody else's opinion because now we have opinions everywhere and it matters. But it really, your opinion does not freaking matter. Not to you it does, but not to a grown behind woman who feels like she's going through something and needs to do this or that or the third to get better. You're trying, you're ultimately trying to tell this woman to stay unhappy. How selfish is that? That's what that's what it sounds like. Fudge your feelings. I don't care how you feel. I just need you to be the poster child for me and make me feel better because I feel bad about myself. What kind of bull is that? As a plus size woman, I know that I think Lizzo is just absolutely fabulous. I mean, she is. But if she decided to be 110 pounds, I'ma still love her. If she decided to be 185 pounds, I'ma still love her because she is a genius. She is a beautiful woman. She's gonna be beautiful irregardless. You can't take that away. If you're a 350 pound woman or a 450 pound vivacious, sexual, beautiful woman, then be that. Don't try to make everybody else be that. That's that's like going to going to hang around your aunt May and she trying to talk, tell you to be. A Christian and you a, a Muslim. Like, no, Aunt May. No. That's like going 
the church and getting out of church and them trying to make you stay for Bible study for another three hours. Mm-mm. No, sir. I was not. I was not signing up for this. That's like going to the PTO for the first day and they automatically got you signed up to do, you know, 10 pies for the for the school function. No, mm-mm. I was just trying to check this out. Like, don't don't do that. Just mm-mm. I didn't sign up for this. I just want to see what was going on. I just want to see what the fuss was about. Just let me see what the fuss was about. Anyway, that's how I feel about that. And I love Lizzo and I love any person of any size. And if you have a health journey, whether you're just trying to, you know, lose 10 pounds or whether you're just doing this to cleanse yourself or whether you're losing 230 pounds, whatever the case may be, you need to do that your way. Don't let somebody come in and try to tell you what to do. You know, at the same time, you still have to think about your family and your friends who depend on you. And you need to really think about, like, how long do you want to live? How long do you want to be here? For me, it's been a big deal of thinking about how long I want to be there because I I know I have two kids that need me. And I know that I have a son that needs me. And I know that I have a daughter that needs me. And I know that I have a spouse that needs me. And I know that I need to be there for my spouse. I need to be there for my daughter. I need to make sure my daughter learns from me. And you know what I'm saying? And I feel like just you just got to know what your motivation is. You got to know what you want. And you have to consider all the options for yourself. And if you don't feel like doing it, I can't come, on your, come down your throat about it because you're a grown person. You know what I'm saying? You're grown. Even if she was not grown. Just because a celebrity is is accessible to you through your tv and your phone or you see them at the mall one day doesn't mean does does not mean you know their life just because you know a lot about their life does not mean you know their life don't don't do that that's too much anyway thank you guys for listening i hope that you guys are safe and i hope you guys tune into my next episode because i am about to listen to the formizzle of the Kevin Gates power. And I want you to be there with me. So until next time guys. Remember if you love what you have. You have everything you need. Please don't forget to wrap it up with a face mask. Smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening. To the point two point two FM Wall Talking Podcast. With your host. Latoya Justice. Shari. And your co-host. King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you, fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our Twitter. Twitter lately. Smooches. Peace. Until next time.